From the MGMA in-home studios, welcome to the Insights Podcast. I'm Daniel Williams. They don't need an actual person sitting at the front desk to do this because really you should interact with that patient. I call it pre-care before they even walk through the door. All of this should be done. All the paperwork, all of the collecting of the money, all of, I call it patient financial counseling. That's the biggest thing for me. That's Petria McKelvey talking about the benefits of going to a virtual front desk. We'll hear more from Petria in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. Join MGMA's Pathways Conference DX June 7th and 8th online. Our digital experience is built on three content areas vital to medical practice excellence, finance, operations, and data. Follow your path to excellence. Go to mgma.com slash events to register today. Let Scrubbing Uniforms build you a free private uniform web store where you control what your team can buy. All of your favorite scrub, lab coat, outerwear, and corporate apparel brands at exclusive MGMA member discounts. Plus, your employees can do their own shopping anytime. Go to mgma.scrubin.com to learn more. Our guest today is Petria McKelvey, Chief Executive Officer at Precision Medical Billing. Petria is here today to talk about how practices can make a seamless switch to a virtual front desk. Petria is a featured speaker at MGMA's Operations Conference Friday, May 20th in Austin, Texas. Well, Petria, thanks so much for joining us on the MGMA Insights Podcast. All right. I'm glad to be here, Daniel. I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time. Oh, that's great. Now, you have an interesting name. I, I have not heard this name before. What is the origin of it? Does it have some kind of origin story or something? Yeah. So my dad is a minister. I'm a preacher's kid. And Petria is the Greek female version of Peter. So I tell everybody I am the female rock. I love that. That is such a cool, <laughs> cool name. Wow. Wow. Thank well, my. You. My parents named me because I had three older siblings and they said uh, I was being born into a lion's den. So they uh, <laughs> named me Daniel because of that. <laughs> so we've got both have good uh, origin stories of our name. So, um, so let's, I'm looking at your uh, uh, biographical information. So it says you're, you're currently chief executive officer of precision medical billing. So give us an idea of uh, precision medical billing. What's the chief mission there? What do you guys do? So we basically assist healthcare providers with really getting their money. That is what our passion is. That is what we want to do because we've been in this, the business has been in existence for 27 years. We've been in business since January of 1994. And what we've seen along the years and what I've seen along the years, and I started in medical billing in 1989, is basically 
uh, insurance and insurance billing is, is complicated. It's complicated. It's honestly, to me, is made to be complicated because I tell people insurance companies collect premiums and they deny claims. So it's and doctors and, and clinicians and nurses, they didn't go to school to learn about how to navigate how to get paid. They, they were taught how to take care of their patients. And that is what they're passionate about is taking care of their patients. So I feel like we, we take care of them. We are insurance companies are bullying them, right? Doing all this work mm -hmm. and not paying them. And I feel like we take up for them. You know, I, I did that in school. I, feel, I always took up for the kids that were getting bullied on. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, <laughs> taking up for them and fighting for them. And that's what we do. We fight insurance companies to make sure that these clinicians that are the nurturers and that they can concentrate on taking care of us and taking care of their patients and not have to worry about how they can get paid and how they can keep their doors open, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my passion. I just see, sometimes I have clients that'll tell me, I'm like, okay, well, you know, this, this patient is not as profitable or, you know, you want to look at, you know, the numbers and, and they're like, I don't care. I got to take care of Miss Susie. Miss Susie needs me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that just does something to me. That's like a jerking in my heart. And I'm like, man, okay, well, I got to take care of them. You know, they right. are right. passionate about what they do. So that's why I'm just, I'm just an advocate for them. And I just want to take up for them and make sure we get them all of their money. So that's what PMB is all about. That's what Precision Medical Building is all about. Making sure our clients, these clinicians get paid for what they do. Okay. okay. Well, I can already tell and talking to you just these first few minutes that you are going <laughs> to really connect with the MGMA audience. You're going to be speaking at the operations conference. That's going to be in Austin, Texas. You're going to be speaking Friday, May 20th. Your session is titled Switching to a Virtual Front Office and Seeing the Cost Savings. Give us the elevator pitch for that. What's that going to be about? It's going to be about trying to, because we've been doing this for a while, trying to let clinicians see um, that they don't really need a front desk. They don't need somebody sitting there at their front desk. Um, I started, you know, doing this and it's revenue, still revenue cycle management. This is where revenue cycle management starts is really what I tell people because it starts before the patient ever comes through the door. So the front office and the front desk is just so, so very important. So we've been in business for 27 years, but we've mainly been the majority of it in, on the back office, right? And so I began to see uh, years ago, whereas we were not collecting as much money anymore. And I was wondering why. Well, it's because some things were not being done on the front end. And if it's not done right on the front end, it affects us on the back end. Mm -hmm. And we cannot get all the money and it's too late. You know, it's, it's too late at that point. So I told my clients, give it to me. <laughs> I want, I want the, front, the front desk too. So we started doing the front desk, you know, like the benefits and verification and prior authorization. All of that is just so very important to us on the back end. Because it's not done right. I mean, I really can't give them their money. Or it may take longer. I got to fight harder, right? Right. Um, so it's just trying to get clinicians to see that they've been doing this this way for so long. Um, them wanting to change and, and just showing them it, it works. 
They don't need an actual person sitting at the front desk to do this because really you should interact with that patient. I call it pre-care before they even walk through the door. All of this should be done. All the paperwork, all of the collecting of the money, all of, I call it patient financial counseling. That's the biggest thing for me. I love explaining what insurance is because most people don't even understand their insurance policy. Do you understand mm -hmm. your insurance benefits and what copay, co-insurance, the difference between the two, <laughs> when one kicks in, in network, out of network. Most people don't understand that stuff, right? So right. we get a chance to interact with the patients, with the consumer, and help them even understand their insurance benefits. And I call that patient financial counseling. So by the time the patient comes in, all they should be worried about is getting better. All you should be worried about is them getting better. You don't want their blood pressure raised because in the, in the waiting room, you just told them they owe $300. And they're trying to see, oh God, how am I gonna pay for this? Can I really get this done today? That's not what that conversation should be had anyway. I so love that. Yeah, that's what the virtual front desk is all about, is taking care of all of that stuff. And by the time they get in, it's just see the patient, that you know, just seeing them and taking care of them and not talking about money and stuff at, at, at that time. Okay. So as you well know, staffing is one of the, if not the most important issue right now in healthcare, it is right up there. And so if you're moving to a virtual uh, front desk what you got to have somebody in the operations there it's not a virtual operation so what are the key staff positions that are needed to efficiently run that virtual operation it's still going to be someone answering the phones and we still add you have that person answer the phone but they don't have to answer the phone sitting in your office you know they can answer the phone from practically anywhere um, so one of the key is still, uh, you know, the receptionist, someone answering the phones, and then a different person that needs to do the insurance verification and having somebody qualified. And like us, we're experts in it. We've been doing it forever. Qualified to do these things. Um, insurance verification. When we know when a prior authorization is needed, let's get that prior auth and get it way before the patient even comes in. We don't have to worry about that. You know, so those things are still key, you know, when it comes to front desk and getting the front desk running smoothly and efficiently. Even if it's an HMO and talking to their primary care, if you are a specialist, it's a specialist office. All of that get, needs to be done, you know, beforehand and not scrambling at the last minute to, to do it. So those key positions can be done, all be done virtually. We have faxes, but we have e-fax now, right? So we can triage emails, triage faxes, triage all of that for the clinical team before the patient ever comes in. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons then, if I'm hearing you right, is to go to that virtual uh, front desk for efficiency's sake. But one of the other reasons is it could be for cost savings as well. I mean, there are some savings that could be made. So how do you calculate that? How do you look at shifting from a traditionally manned front desk to a virtual front desk and then look at it from that cost savings aspect? For us, looking at it from the cost, and it most definitely, you know, saves you money because what we've seen in some of the case studies that we've been able to 
um, decrease their cost, right? By not having somebody there full time if you don't need somebody full time or, or being able to um, do it at a fractional you know, price because we're doing more people together, more offices together. So we're able to decrease costs because you don't have that person. You know, And then again, it's not a, a W-2 employee either. So you don't have to, we're not ever off. We don't take vacations. You don't have somebody, you know, taking PTO or getting sick or not there and paying taxes and paying health benefits. So there's a cost savings there. So we're, you know, saving the money, decreasing their costs, and then because we are taking it over on the front end, like we say, and we know we need on, on the back end, we're actually increasing their revenue. So we're decreasing costs, increasing revenue, and we're seeing like a 27% increase in net profitability by coming over to us and allowing us to take over the front and the back, you know, or even just the front, you're going to see a savings by just taking over the front too. So it's different um, cost savings that could be even in square footage. So one of the ways that, you know, in cost efficiency is you don't need as much space. So even with us with check-in, we do e-check-in. So you can check in either with your a kiosk in the reception area. So you don't have to you know, talk to that person. And all of this is, is COVID, you know, uh, eliminating or trying to decrease COVID and, and spread. And, uh, or you can have a QR code. Sometimes we'll have a QR code on their door or on the sign outside and they can check in that way. Or they have geofence and if they download our app, then they can just, uh, it'll, it'll know within a hundred feet of them getting by the office, it automatically checks them in. So you don't need, you know, if you had 200 uh, square feet of waiting room area space, you only need, you don't need that much space anymore. So now it's decreasing cost because you don't need as much square footage for your office as you did before. And even the, the front desk, you don't need all that space anymore. So doctor's offices are now able to go in and get less square footage, which of course is going to lower their rental bill or how much they're paying for their rent. Okay. You said a key word a minute ago. You talked about case studies. So do you have an example? Do you have either an anecdote or a case study that you could walk us through of, of a success story that is of a practice that's moved to that virtual front desk? Oh, yeah, I have a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, one in particular, I would say, you know, they were trying to bring someone in, trying to, they could not find the right staff. Like you talked about earlier, staffing, you know, staffing, they could not find anybody to run the front desk efficiently. And even knowing, you know, what they're doing, how to do, you know, so have, that, that's just not an easy position to feel. So we were able to come in and help them from that regard, and you know now it's just it just we've been having them for ooh, five years. I think we've been running their front desk now for about five years, and that's their uh, success story that they've been able to grow and open three more, two more locations. They have their original location and now two more locations. You know because if they were able to scale, they were able to scale and not worry about that. You know the doctors and they they know the clinical part. They know good MAs. They can hire that. We don't have anything to do with the clinical part. 
Um, and we were able to help them scale because they didn't have to worry about the front desk bar. So they were very successful in going out, increasing their revenues, decreasing their costs, and expanding. Okay. Another so, one I want to talk about yeah. is, is visiting. Is uh, We have a, a nurse practitioner groups that visit uh, patients at home. And so we're able to digitize all of their paperwork. We're able to do everything. You know, at first it was very cumbersome for them to try to go to the patient's home, you know, and try to have them take all this paperwork with them to fill out all the patient demographics and stuff. And it was just, you know, very time consuming and their clinicians, the nurses were complaining. And so we were able to very efficiently digitize all the forms Everything was done, you know, signed, the patient signed consent. So now when the nurse goes out there to see the patient, they don't have to do any paperwork, but just the, the note that, you know, they're seeing them with, but no other paperwork, no other talking about insurance. So there too, we just started doing them probably about over a year, a little over a year ago. And I mean, they are, they're thriving now. They're bringing on more clinicians, they're servicing more patients. And so that's their success story is that. You know, they don't have to pack around all that uh, paperwork and try to get them and not even be able to answer those questions when they get to the patient's homes. We've already discussed all of that before they get out there. Okay. So if someone wanted to know more about a virtual front desk, do you have any resources? I know earlier offline, you and I were talking, I think about a video or something people could watch or Tell us where they could go and what they might expect to find if they're looking for more information. Yeah, if they go to our website, which is precisionmedicalbilling.com. It's pretty long, pretty long, uh, <laughs> pretty long website. But precisionmedicalbilling.com, on our homepage, we actually do have a video that talks about um, the virtual front desk and being able to um, listen to me, you know, give insight in just about, I call it being proactive versus reactive with your revenue cycle. So you'll see that on there and you can basically watch that. And I don't know if you can download, but I know you can um, watch that, that video. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Well, Petria, I, I am so glad that you joined us and I'm so glad you're going to be speaking at this upcoming operations conference in Austin, Texas. I know that's not too far away from where you live, but uh, thanks again for joining us and we'll have to get you back on the show again. I'd love to come back on. I love doing these. I love talking about, like I said, I've been doing this for 30 something years. This is my life. It's all I know. So <laughs> <laughs> I love what I do. I've never really done anything else. This is all I've ever done. And like I said, it's really my passion. I just love, they call me the money lady. Sometimes I have this little animation of uh, me with called the, the money lady. So I, I love that. I like doing this. So that yeah, is. call me anytime, Daniel. Let me know you want me to come back on. We sure will. Well, you take care and we will talk to you again soon. All righty. Bye-bye. Thanks. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Insights. Thanks to our guest, Petria McKelvey, Chief Executive Officer of Precision Medical Billing. Petria is a featured speaker at MGMA's Operations Conference on Friday, May 20th in Austin, Texas. 
We'd also like to thank MGMA's DX Conference and also Scrubin for sponsoring this week's show. Join MGMA's Pathways Conference DX June 7th and 8th online. Our digital experience is built on three content areas vital to medical practice excellence, finance, operations, and data. Follow your path to excellence. Go to mgma.com events to register today. And let Scrub In Uniforms build you a free private uniform web store where you control what your team can buy. All of your favorite scrub, lab coat, outerwear, and corporate apparel brands at exclusive MGMA member discounts. Plus, your employees can do their own shopping anytime. Go to mgma.scrubin.com to learn more. If you like the show, please rate and review it wherever you get your podcast. And to access all of our podcasts, go to mgma.com slash listen. And if you want to add to the conversation or suggest experts for us to interview, email us at podcast at mgma.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at MGMA Daniel. Stay safe and thanks for listening. Hi, this is Declan McGee, one of the producers for the MGMA Insights Podcast. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership. Thanks.